As business owners, we all know that it's easier to keep a customer than to win a new one. But for most salespeople, once they win a sale, they stop engaging with the customer at the same level, which totally makes sense because their job is to win customers, not to keep them. But is that mentality hurting your bottom line? In this episode of Sales Fiction, I'm going to give you some compelling reasons why your sales team should be involved post-sales and four ways that you can encourage them to do so. Welcome to Sales Fiction, a podcast that helps small sales teams get big results. I'm your host, Christy Lawrence, the founder of Mighty Sales and a longtime sales professional who traded in my corporate sales career to help small but mighty teams do more with less. Each week on this podcast, we separate sales fact from sales fiction so that you can hyper-focus your effort on the skills, strategies, and tools that will have the biggest impact on your bottom line. Let's dive right in. My brother-in-law used to own a yoga studio in West Seattle. And when I first started my consulting business, we were chatting one day about ways that they might be able to increase revenue for the studio. And as I was diving in with them about their systems and what they were doing to win customers, it became readily clear that they were doing a great job at onboarding new customers. In fact, they had a whole system that they had spent a lot of time and energy developing where once someone came in for their first class, there was a series of steps that would happen with that customer from phone calls, to emails, to cards in the mail, incentivizing them to really dive in for the next 30 days. And the goal was to have them sign up for a monthly auto pay membership after they did their first 30 days of yoga. And they were having a great deal of success with this. But what we discovered is that once customers became a member and signed up for that membership, all of that communication stopped. There was no system in place for what happened after the customer decided to commit to being a regular member. And as I was thinking about this, it struck me, what must it feel like to be that customer? That you have a studio that's really invested in you. They're taking time to call you, check in, see how your yoga experience is going. And then you hand over your credit card and you say, yes, I'm in. I'm a part of this community. And all of a sudden, that communication stops. You start showing up for classes regularly and they know your name and they remember you, but those phone calls and those emails, they've disappeared. And I share this story because this is what happens in a lot of businesses. It's not just yoga studios. There's so much time and effort and put into developing processes and systems to win customers. And oftentimes that same amount of thought and energy isn't put in to how to keep those customers and how to maintain that level of relationships. And it can be very jolting for a customer where you go from having all of this attention that's put on you to radio silence. And these are extreme examples. For most businesses, it's not quite that extreme, but there is some level of disengagement that happens once the sale is won. And this is really a disservice to your business. Whether your business involves a one-time transaction, like maybe you're a mortgage broker or a real estate agent, and once that house is purchased or that customer gets their mortgage and it's finalized, they're probably not gonna be getting another mortgage for quite some time or another home for quite some time. 
or you're an insurance agent or a software company where people are paying premiums on or membership fees on a regular basis and they're customers for the long term, in either scenario, retention matters. And what happens after the sale is just as important as what happens before the sale. And we often lose sight of this. Happy customers mean more retention or repeat business. So either they're going to come back, whether it's in three years and do business with you again, or they're going to continue to be a customer of your product or service that you offer. Happy customers also mean more referrals. They talk to their friends, their family, their colleagues about your product, your service, your company, which generates warm leads and keeps your pipeline full. But here's the other thing. Having a post-sales process actually makes your salespeople better at the entire sales process. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about why that is. But oftentimes, we are so focused on winning the customer that we don't teach our salespeople how to engage with the customer after the sale. And when your salespeople have that mindset of thinking about the customer for the duration that they're a customer and how to help keep them happy and engaged with your business, they will be more effective at selling. It changes the way they view customers. It changes the way they think about that relationship. And so it's not good enough to just hand off post-sales to a service team. That yes, oftentimes the service team or a customer engagement team will take the lead once they become a customer, but your sales people should be involved in not only that handoff, but also that process in the long term. So I wanna give you some ways that you can actually do this in an effective way. The first is to incentivize retention. So if you are in a business where you have ongoing relationships with your customers, your salespeople should be incentivized on not just winning new customers, but also on retaining your current customers. And maybe the level of how they're compensated changes, but that should be a part of their compensation strategy. Because when you start incentivizing them to be a part of post-sales, it's going to help them focus on quality customers in addition to the quantity of customers. Oftentimes, when salespeople have a goal or a quota that they're trying to achieve, sometimes there can be a mindset where it focuses on any customer as a good customer. But as a business owner, you know that's not necessarily true. You know that quality customers that are going to stay around for a long time and become happy customers because they're a good fit are way more valuable to the company than just quantity. And so when your salespeople are thinking about this, because they know they're going to be incentivized if that customer stays, it helps them think through, is this a good fit? Not only for the customer, but for the company as well. It also helps the salespeople set realistic expectations for the customer about what it means to be a customer of your business. We've all heard stories of salespeople that overpromise, and maybe then the customer says yes, and you win the customer but you end up with a dissatisfied customer because the salesperson maybe made things sound a little bit better than they were in order to win that deal. When the salesperson is incentivized on retention or repeat business, it keeps them honest with themselves about setting those expectations with the customer so that that customer is satisfied and your company has the opportunity to over deliver instead of the salesperson over promising. 
And the last thing that incentivizing retention and repeat business is going to help your salespeople with is oftentimes during the sales process, the salesperson and the people on your sales team learn a lot about the customer. Things like their kid's name, if they have grandkids, their pet's name, where they went to school, what their hobbies are. Salespeople are great at building relationships. That's one of the skills that helps salespeople succeed. But if they don't share that information with the customer experience team, if they don't record that information somewhere it's accessible to everyone in the company, that information can't be used in the future to create a wow experience for the long term. And when you have those personal details and you weave in those personal details, whether it's through sending a card on their anniversary, whether it's sending a graduation card to their kid when their kid graduates, those have huge impacts on the customer and the customer satisfaction. And when the salesperson is thinking about that customer, not just in terms of the short term, but for the long term, they are more likely to pass along that information that they've gathered during the sales process to help your entire team help that customer have a wow experience. So we've talked about, you know, obviously incentivizing the sales team on retention and repeat business, whether that is a bonus that happens on a quarterly basis, whether it is a commission that happens where they get paid on customers retained at the end of the year. There's a lot of different ways that you can set up those incentive systems for retention. But incentives are only a part of how you can help your sales team succeed post-sales. It's also critically important that you create a post-sales system. You most likely have a sales system. What happens when a lead comes in? How are you engaging with customers that are cold leads? You have systems in place for all of that. You also should have a system in place post-sales. What are the check-in points? Do you check in two weeks after they sign with your company or you win them? If you're a mortgage broker, do you check in with the customer a month after they've purchased their home and they're settled in and moved in to see how things are going and how they're getting settled? What are those systems and check-ins that can happen with the customer over the long term? If you systematize that and create that as a process and a system, that will help your sales team be successful in hitting those retention and repeat business goals. So that's something you as a leader need to be thinking about. And also, what are the post-sales tools that you can provide your team? Is it, you know, in addition to thank you cards, is it t-shirts that they can send to the customers? Is it information that they can send that's going to help them succeed long term? But really think outside of the box here in terms of what would be something related to your customer's experience, but not necessarily related to your business that would wow those customers. And make sure you provide those tools to the sales team so that they can actively engage with the customer for the long term. And ultimately, the most important thing that needs to happen is to create a culture that includes post-sales engagement. That as a leader, we need to be talking about retention. We need to be talking about repeat business. We need to be talking about referrals. Because if you are talking about those things on a regular basis and celebrating those things and talking about them, it reinforces that it's important to everyone in the organization. 
If as a sales leader, all you ever talk about is new customer wins and you don't talk about those retention benchmarks or how you have wowed a customer or how a customer referred business, your team is going to believe sales and new customers is the only thing that matters versus if you are having a healthy balance in terms of how you are recognizing your team members, both in bringing in new customers and retaining the customers that you already have and getting repeat business and referrals from those customers, it is going to shift the mindset of the entire company that it's not just about winning customers. It's also about keeping customers. So To recap today's episode, you really need to do is help your sales team engage in post-sales because when you do that, you are going to have a much healthier book of business, that the cost of winning a new customer is way more than the cost to keep a customer happy who is going to stay a customer for a long term. If you can increase the duration of your customers staying with the organization, that's going to have a huge impact on your bottom line, especially as you scale and grow. And so start early with making the post-sales process a part of the company culture and providing the right incentives, systems, and tools to help your salespeople engage post-sales. And when you do that, not only will it help them keep more customers, but it will help them in the process of winning new customers that are quality for the organization. Next week, we're going to be talking about why your sales team should stop selling your customers what they want and what they should be doing instead. So make sure to join us next week. In the meantime, if you liked this episode, make sure to give it a five-star review and subscribe to Sales Fiction so you can get fresh episodes downloaded as soon as they're available.